Shut up and sit down. I want to welcome everybody to a brand new episode. Yes, it is a brand new episode. Two, one, nine, in fact, of Third Shift, everybody. We're here. We're smoking it. We're rocking it. Uh-oh. Oh, man. See, already we weren't even supposed to have an episode. This was supposed to be Eric unboxes his yep. PS5 on Twitch. It didn't happen, So though. this tells you the kind of mood we're both going to be in right now. Mm-hmm. This tells already, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. If you alert. listen to the show, you already know we are failures. We did not get it. But that's sort of a lie, but not, you know, it's partial. You're going to hear about it. So we're here, not doing a live show, not me with my little face on the old thing going to town, which I had ready to go. But, hey, it was if we got it, we got it. If we didn't, we didn't. And this is what we got. (laughs) So you get a normal episode. You get a weird kind of episode because this week's been crazy. It's been hectic. But we're here with a little bit of news, a little bit of fun. But before we get into all that and what's going on, we got to tell you about our week. And starting with Matt, because that's how we do it. Man, this is a, I, I'm of, I'm of two minds with this week right now. Cause right now, cause all this next gen PS5 launch nonsense, I'm so pissed off. I don't even want to be doing the show, but it's also been aside from like today and last night, it's been the greatest week of my whole life because other than Monday, I've been off every single day. So I didn't have to go to work at all. I was there Monday, just coasting, just going, ah, Hey man, whatever. What do you want me to do? What do you think you should do today? Oh, uh, should I like run the jobs? Probably a good idea, buddy. And I just do, 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 do it all through my merry way. And that's all I've been doing this week too. Just man, being at home, playing video games and just not having to go to work, just doing whatever I want. It's the greatest week of my whole life. So video games, been playing Animal Crossing New Horizons, of course, playing Ghost of Tsushima. I think I'm at like 105 for the key level. So I got a couple more to just, you know, max it out at 110. But I got some really badass items the last time I played. So I think basically one more run through a gold survival. I should be all the way up. That's been fantastic and fun. I only played a few rounds of that. Then, man, Rogue Legacy, if you listened to the What You're Playing, I love that game so much. I actually started playing it correctly, and I beat the second boss in that game. I was like, all right, you just got to do it. And I did it, and it was easy peasy. And then I started going through the third biome in that game. And oh, God, that game is so much fun. I love that game almost like nothing else. game I also changed my mindset on is Spelunky 2, because I had a big old night run of like Rogue Legacy, and it was like two hours before bedtime. And I was like, well, what should I do? I was getting Spelunky 2. If I don't like it inside of these two hours... I'm not going to worry about it ever again. I'm going to play it whenever I want. I'm just not going to put any time into it. And for about the first 30 minutes, I was not having much fun. Like, it's it's still fun. You know, you get on a little roll with your runs, but then you find something that you've run into two times before and it instantly kills you. And that, or, you know, you hit an enemy that you don't think you should have hit. And then it ragdolls you into like 10 other things and you're instantly dead and your whole run's over. But man, that last like hour and a half, I started hitting that flow state, just doing everything right, getting all the good stuff. Like I was buying items and using items. And I got that sense of like, wasn't even looking for danger, but I knew where it was and I could counter it like that. I got to a whole new area. I unlocked the first shortcut. Oh, I was feeling good, feeling great. Oh man, that game is great. And then Tuesday, my buddy Eric, who pre-ordered the Series S for me, he went out to Best Buy. He got it for me. I took it home. I spent like all day updating that thing and trying to figure out how stuff works and downloading stuff. Downloaded Yakuza Like a Dragon. I'll talk more about that later. Spoiler alert. And then I also downloaded and played a little bit of Watch Dogs Legion. 
I'll say I played it after a big like four and a half hour stream of Yakuza that I did. It was another like, I got an hour and a half before bed. Maybe I'll start up Watch Dogs Legion. And I started it. It's something in my mind. I think I was still in Yakuza mode. I was just like, this ain't it, dude. And I tried to I tried to rev myself up because new experience and you know all the cool stuff that I wanted to do and that intro stuff just didn't hook me. But obviously it's not a bad game. It's a cool game, new open world, doing all the stuff and hacker stuff and all that jazz. But I was like, well, maybe once I'm like a big, big chunk into Yakuza, or I'm like ready to like totally refresh my palette after a week or something, then I'm gonna start digging into that. But there you go, and that's all for me. What about you, Eric? Well, all right. This week has been bananas because I can't think about anything but getting my PlayStation Five, moving on to next gen, changing up the game. Because I love video games, and uh, we're in a climate of change, and I don't want to be left behind. I didn't want to be left behind, but here I am on opening day without said system, so I was partially left behind, and it makes me sad. But I'll tell you what doesn't. It's playing, of course, World of Warcraft, because World of Warcraft has a freaking uh, patch coming out soon, a big old DLC, expansion pack, all that good stuff. They got the pre-expansion thing launched, so now the Scourge are running around rampant. You got to go and help kind of take care of them and figure out what to do in the meantime. So that's having some cool stuff happening. I'm liking it. On top of that, I was playing a little bit of uh, the Borlands, did the arms race once, but I totally, 100% went, okay, two things. First off, I need to play this on the PlayStation 5, where there's no load times, where the graphics are a little bit smoother, everything's running faster, everything's more beautiful, and we're going to talk about that later, but, so I did one, got smoked, not like right away, but ended up getting smoked, it's a whole different freaking ballpark arms race, maybe we'll talk about it here later too, a little bit, about my experience in it for the first time, and then, of course, touched Godfall, because I got Godfall on the PC, because I figured I wasn't going to get the, uh, PlayStation 5, and I want to make sure I can at least get in there and play it. Unfortunately, I haven't tested it on the laptop, which is newer than my PC, but I think the graphics cards are almost the same, so it's not going to make a big difference. But uh, the graphics on there just can't handle Godfall to where it needs to be, what it should be. It plays it, and it does, de- you know, it looks like a you know, nice game, but, it, it, you know, it's not what I've seen. It's not what Godfall looks like. So... I'm hesitant to keep going until I either A, upgrade the graphics card, or B, get it for the PS5 and play it there, or I can play it where it's awesome, it's smooth as butter, it's shiny and purdy. But I did play it, and I enjoyed that first chapter immensely, and having watched all of the My Name is By lore things going with it, it totally makes the game better, because you already understand what's going on. The, the build-up to where you go, because the game doesn't talk about it all. So I see where some of the reviewers are like, there's no story to this, it's crazy, you just jump in, go fight lieutenants, and go beat the bad guy, and away you go. And I'm like, well, thus far, yep, that is pretty much what it has you doing, but if you go read the lore snippets or the By Name of Spice stuff, there's much more to it. So I am enjoying it. Maybe we'll talk about that too a little bit later in the show. And lastly, Final Fantasy VII Remake. God, man, this game is really good. I I loved it the first time I was playing it and then, you know, ended up stopping. But I'm telling you, I'm loving it even more now. I'm more familiar with the systems, transitioning smoothly, getting more of the material I want to actually have leveled up where I want it to be. The best part is I'm finally caught back up to where I was when the system crashed and I had to restart. I'm on Chapter 13 again. I do have to do a couple side missions to get technically back up to where I am. But I'm on the same chapter, you know what I mean, at least. And... That makes me feel a lot better because now I'm like, all right, this is 
almost back to fresh, new. I don't know what's going to happen. Well, I do, but, you know, it's changed up a little bit. And as much as I'm loving that, I don't want to play it anymore. I don't want to play it until I get my PlayStation 5 because the load times will go away. Mm -hmm. The graphics will be even smoother and crisper. Everything will be a little bit faster. Same with Destiny 2, Beyond Light. Got that. Played that for about a half hour, hour. I don't want to play that either, though, because guess what? On PlayStation 5, it's going to be 60 frames per second instead of 30 frames per second. It's going to be crisper, smoother, faster. And so I'm in this spot now where I'm looking at my games and I'm just like, yeah, I'm just done playing you guys. I'm done. Till, till I get my system. I'm all set. And here we are. That's my week. As of this moment, I've been trying to get at my buddies and everybody else at PlayStation 5. It's been chaos. It's been madness. Speaking of chaos and madness, my release this week, it's Yakuza Like a Dragon. It's out now for the current gen systems, for the future gen systems. It's out for PC. All the great things. If you don't know the Yakuza story, it doesn't matter because this is, it's kind of like this character's story. It's a brand new character. His story kind of takes place to the side and then far in advance of the main you know, Yakuza 0 through 6 story. But you're playing as a brand new character through a series of events that's totally given away in all the reveal trailers, but I'm not going to spoil anything for anybody. He ends up going to jail, comes back out, and the world is not as he knows it before. And then he kind of gets thrown down from his mediocre spot that he was. Now he's all the way down. He's homeless. He's living on the street. And you got to build yourself up from there. This, of course, is the Yakuza that now plays like a turn-based RPG. Every battle you you know run down the street, you see some goons, you go into battle, they kind of transform into different enemies, and then you attack skills, etc., items, guard. It has all the Yakuza kind of tropes and goofiness and seriousness, because the story is super serious, the sub-stories are still super silly. That's pretty much all they changed, really, is just the way you interact with goons when you're fighting them. Bosses, same way. If you ever watched Yakuza, but you're not a beat-em-up person, check this out. I will say, after the first seven hours or so that I've played, I'm just starting to get into like the meat of the game. Like I, I did a big like four-and-a-half-hour stream the first night, three-hour stream the second day, and I just now got to the point where enemies actually transform into different forms, like, you know, Dragon Quest or Dragon Warrior type enemies. Mm -hmm. I just now unlocked the, the Suji decks where you start cataloging the different type of enemies. I just got to the point where you unlocked your hero class. He's got a new weapon and all that stuff. I'm loving it so far. The game is gorgeous. Sounds great. It's all the Yaxith stuff that I love, but because it's a brand new character and his whole backstory and situation needs to be explained and shown off, like I said, it's been seven hours and I'm just now to the point where like the game is starting to open up a little bit. So it's going to take a long time to get into it, but once you do, I can already tell it's going to be crazy, it's going to be zany, it's going to be all the things that I love. Be prepared for a slow start. Lots of cutscenes. I mean, it's an RPG, so you should expect that. But like lots and lots and lots of cutscenes. My Series S did the screen dim thing a couple times during some of them because they were so long. I was like, oh, let me, let me poke my analog stick here. <laughs> so lots and lots and lots of story. It takes a long while to get running. Hopefully this is like a diesel engine, though. You rev it up and then... You're driving all the way across the country. So Yakuza Like a Dragon is now, now for all the things. You should definitely get it. I've been loving it on the Series S for many reasons we're probably going to talk about in this whole next-gen discussion we're going to have. So what about you, Eric? What do you got for this week? Man, real fast before I move on to this wonderful game I got, I just want to say I, I totally want to be playing Yakuza Like a Dragon. Uh -huh. But as I said, until I have that PS5 in hand, it just ain't going to happen. Because I'm only getting it for the PlayStation 5. Uh -huh. It's just, just the way it has to be because of a lot of stuff you're going to probably talk about later. Yep. 
Now, another game that I'm in the same boat with, but I probably won't play, Spider-Man Miles Morales. It's out right now, as of November 12th, developed by Insomniac, published by Sony. It's for the PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5, but who, what chump's going to get it for the PlayStation 4 when you can get it for the PlayStation 5, play it in 60 frames per second, you know, smooth as butter, fast and crisp, or if you like all the pretty graphics and all the ray tracing, you can play it at 30 frames still. But either way, you get to choose, you get to pick, or the, or just go play it in PS4 and have it downgraded, crappy, you know, everything Boo. like a chump. Boo. Boo. Yeah, exactly. Pish, pish posh, I say. And this was another game that I was watching being played that kind of cemented the PS5 fervor, you know, the, the need to have this. Because the playthrough I was watching, I've watched about probably four or five hours worth of so far of the game. This is beautiful. It's beautiful. It's so fast and fluid. Miles Morales, of course, is the main character. He's also Spider-Man, you know. I was wondering what they were going to do, like if they were going to kill off Spider-Man or have some weird thing where he just wasn't there magically. Nope. Game opens right up with you and Spider-Man together doing some stuff. And then Spider-Man explains what's going on, why he's going to be taken off for a reason. I won't spoil nothing in case people are like super like, oh, I, I want it all myself. But they explain what goes on. They explain why Miles Morales is in charge of New York and why he's the one taking care of business and Spider-Man's not there helping him. So it's all taken care of. And I'll tell you what, the way they do it and the, the scenario that plays out, it's freaking awesome. You know, I told you before, I'm not a big fan, fan of the Spider-Man game. I'm not a big fan of Spider-Man in general. But this was so cool. The, the whole scene, everything, the, the the talking back and forth, which I really appreciated all the little jokes and quips, which is a Spider-Man thing. They were going all about the bad guy who was, you know, having an issue with them was funny and ridiculous. It was beautiful. The music was fun. The talking was great. The animations, everything was freaking phenomenal and just spot on. And of course, if you're unfamiliar with Spider-Man in general, uh, it's a you know, third person adventure, open world sort of thing. New York's like your playground. There's going to be missions that pop up. There's, of course, the main quest where you can follow that along and along the way you'll get a lot of side quests that you can go do there's caches to collect collectibles to find so you can just web all over new york find all these cool secrets do whatever you want it's super super cool the way he transitions throughout the uh the city it just doesn't seem like it work but it does because of the different way you can web sling you know if you're if you're just going straight you just shoot straight forward and it kind of propels them right into it and then you can go into a nice long dive and get your typical web slinger thing going and it's even smart whereas the building if the building's on the left he'll he'll web sling to the left so it like looks a little more real so he's not just like web slinging into the air doing nothing it kind of keeps you in the game keeps you feeling like there's some reality to it some you know ground some groundwork here and beyond all that, you get tons of cool abilities, customizations. Like I said, through getting these caches, you're going to get tech points, etc. to upgrade your gear. You get all sorts of new costumes. And it's just really neat, too, to see like this younger version of a Spider-Man, you know, less experienced, wanting to do a good job. Some people are sick and tired of that, and I, I totally understand that. But it's from a whole different angle. It's nice to see a different perspective, a different set of characters, and what they like, what he likes, you know, what his love interest is all about, or if she even is, I'm not sure. She's a good friend, but I'm sure it'll turn out to be something more than that. It's almost got me wanting to play it, almost, but what it has me doing more than anything is just wanting that PlayStation 5, because it is beautiful. I mean, it's straight up just beautiful. No transitions, no loading times. We'll talk about it more, but let it be said, Miles Morales, I'm I'm guessing, is going to be getting some fantastic reviews. 
People are going to be loving this game. It's going to be all over everybody's streams and everybody's talking little lips here in the future. So don't miss out. Go check it out. Now, steering into a little bit of the Gearbox segment of the show, things you shouldn't miss out on, things you should check out all the time are shift codes for Golden Keys in any Borderlands game. But this week, it's the pre-sequel. Every time the pre-sequel comes up, what do we got to do, Eric? Oh, man, I really want to play the pre-sequel again. Wouldn't that be cool? Wouldn't that be great? Oh, except now, except you, now know, you can't well. play it on the PS5, so screw it. Who cares? Actually, you could you get can. your disc and then put it in your uh-huh. PS5. Oh, man. Well, see, I, I still get to say it. That's a great game. I really want to max out Wilhelm. Someday, Eric, someday it might actually happen. It might. And, you know, it's actually a better probability of it happening because if we play it on the PlayStation 5, you get rid of the load times. It's going to be just a little cleaner, a little bit faster, a little bit smoother anyway, just because of the system's power. Maybe it is in our future, except for the fact that we've already promised we're going to be playing through Borderlands 3 again, while the DLC start anyway with the new characters. And then, of course, we got Arms Race to do, which we don't really want to do until we get our PlayStation 5s. I don't want to be negative, Nancy. But I haven't played Arms Race just because this week's been crazy. Monday, I was at work. And then Tuesday, I was relaxed and doing my thing, getting the new Xbox. Right now, I don't want to play Arms Race on my PS4 because if I see that goddamn loading bar at the beginning and Claptrap goes walking past it 47 times, I'm not. I'm just going to shut my PlayStation 4 off. I can't. I can't do it because I've been spoiled now by the new systems. I want to just run into it right now and, and rant about it and, and have a whole holler, but jeez. Um, <laughs> but we won't yet, you know, because of course the Gearbox patch notes came out. Arms Race was released. It is in the wild for everyone to play. As you already said, though, unfortunately, you haven't even got a chance to touch it because we're waiting on the new stuff. I did go in and play one round of it, you know, checked out what's going on, how the story starts up, just to see, you know, how it felt. It's definitely something you're going to want to play with friends. Yeah. You jump in, you got nothing, just like we talked about. You got none of that stuff. You start running around, and the, ba- the baddies are right there. They, they they just start coming at you. So you either got to run and try to find some, uh, you know, chests and stuff so you can get some guns, or you got to knife a couple lower-end baddies to death in hopes they drop some guns. Either way... It immediately starts off kind of like, oh, geez, what the hell's going on? And being by myself, it makes it even scarier because, well, if I die, that's it. There's, it's just done. So I run around. I end up finding a chest, a bunch of whites in it. I get the whites, boom. All of a sudden, I'm shooting baddies. And here's what I told you earlier. I was wondering how it was going to feel because, you know, they took away all the, the points and all the bonus perks and all this and that and the skills points and stuff. And it does feel a little more like a typical kind of shoot 'em up kind of game. You know, you, you shoot the baddies, they go down. Their HP goes down. They shoot you, your HP goes down. It's nicer in the sense that they actually die instead of you just shooting them for 500 years and no one's dying because of whatever crap they've got going for them. However, you die quickly too. And with nobody there, like I said, it kind of sucked because now I'm just in, running in fear trying to get some good guns to make things work. And in typical Borderlands fashion, they're throwing dudes, baddies all over the place at you. And my playstyle isn't typically hide and just peck one off and two off. So it's going to require, if I'm going to play solo, a change in the playstyle, try to be way more cautious, hiding out, pecking off one or two, moving in, pecking off another one or two. But if they all catch wind of you and they're all running at you, it's not fun. And you're just there struggling to stay alive. And then, of course, the whole map starts to close in. And then there's more baddies and it gets more congested and more problems. So I think after the second push-in, I ended up getting wiped out. 
just because there were so many bad guys on the screen, so much damage going out. I, I felt like I couldn't do anything. I, just, I was like, I'm just dead. I had to, how can I live through this? For me, in that one playthrough, I was like, ugh, I want to play with a friend where, first off, there's two of us shooting all these baggies, and secondly, it's not, hey, if you go down, end of the line, instead of where if you got a friend, they can get you rezzed up and you keep going. With that all being said, I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be enjoyable. There's some new guns and cool stuff to get. But I, I just without Matt, you know, without you there or whatever, I don't foresee me playing this one much because it feels frustrating by yourself, especially if you don't get lucky early on and start getting some cool guns or doing anything. If you're just getting whites and greens and a blue here and there, well, guess what? I mean, I can go play the regular game and get all that. I mean, kind of like when you do a solo run on a takedown. You can get to a certain point, but you know as soon as you go down or die... That's pretty much it. I mean, you can go down, but you know, as long as you've got weak enemies around you, or you can melt faces. So yeah, I know the feeling because I've done that quite a few times. Like, well, let me see how far I can get in this, and then come away with basically nothing, which it leaves you frustrated. It leaves you feeling like, oh man, what a waste of time that was. Now I haven't played it like we talked about. I tried to get into a couple of the Twitch streams or the Twitch broadcasts in certain cases to get a feel for how this is going to look and feel and play. I tried to watch the first one from the Bordercast, which was a bunch of edited content from a stream or a recording that they had done. And I just couldn't get past like three minutes of it because everyone was doing the, oh, gee, where'd all my guns go? Oh my gosh. Oh, where's my abilities? <laughs> and I don't want to sound like a negative Nancy, but when they just did part of the Bordercast explaining what Arms Race is, Here's our gameplay of it. And then they do the same jokey stuff again. So I didn't get in on that one just today. They've been doing a lot of like group streams lately. People doing arms race, bigger names, you know, from the Borderlands streaming community. I hopped into one and I had to hop back out like 10 minutes later because nobody knew what arms race was and nobody knew how it worked and nobody knew how to get into it or what it was or what even happened in it or the entire concept. And they had tests you know, there from the border cast who had to sit there and explain to these people who obviously hadn't touched Borderlands 3 since launch what Arms Race is, how it works. So they were just sitting there like, huh, what? You remember, you remember playing on Pandora, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember What's Borderlands, Pandora? yeah. <laughs> Have you even played the series since like the first one? Uh, Yeah, I remember running around Firestone, right? <sighs> Both of the gameplay sessions I tried to watch, <laughs> I couldn't watch. Especially that last one. It made me so mad. Why are these people on the channel if they don't even know what they're doing? But I agree. It definitely seems like something you and I should play or you, I, and can you queue up with randos? I think there is a matchmaking thing for it. Yeah, there's a matchmaking. Uh-huh. So you, me, and two randos, we could probably have some fun with it. But I want to have that fun on PS5. That's exactly it. And that was the other reason I didn't play more than the one match because I said, this ain't it. This just ain't it. PS5 is where it's at. And of course, with all that, I don't know, in the patch notes, was there anything? I mean, there was a ton of stuff in the patch notes, folks. I mean, but of course, this is them getting all the PS5, the uh, Xbox Series S and X upgrades going. They uh, changed up a whole bunch of weapons, you know, up damage on a bunch of them, trying to make them more viable. Changed up, of course, the characters. The characters all got the new skill trees, the new skill sets, which we're going to dive into. But I don't want to dive into it until we actually get in there and play them and feel it for ourselves. And I haven't done that. And obviously, you heard Matt hasn't done that. Because we're waiting for the PS5. I'm sorry. It's just the way it is. Now, the one thing I do want to mention in the patch notes, because they talked about it like four weeks ago, and every single week I think we should at least mention this, 
and then we never do. It's that Mayhem Level 11 has now dropped. Yeah. And if you don't know what that is, it's basically Mayhem Level 10 difficulty, which basically just means health pools. But all of the modifiers are gone. And then from what I heard from Mitsu on the border cast, apparently the rewards are reduced because all those hard modifiers are gone. So if you want to play with Level 10 health enemies... It gets somewhat less loot because you're not dealing with all the craziness out there. You can still do that with Mayhem Level 11, or you can just play on Mayhem Level 10 and get more loot, but have to deal with all kinds of crazy stuff that's really hard, and it's too difficult for you. I'm glad they added that in, because it's been something that's been requested for a long time. A lot of people love the difficulty and the harder enemies, but they don't like all the random crazy old effects, and just want to play Borderlands as Borderlands is. And I get it. And I'm probably in that same boat, depending on what the anointments are. I like some of them, but I also get really annoyed with some of the other ones. So I, I go back and forth, but I can find a happy medium. And, you know, if, oh, look, oh, Mayhem 4 or 5 or 6 has the ones I think are fun. Yeah. But I understand top-end players, the ones that are going for the Mayhem 10 gear to be the best of the best, well, you have no choice but to play through some of the unpleasant modifiers. Yeah. And I understand. So here you go. They did it. Mayhem 11 is there for you if you don't want to mess with it but still want really good gear. And who knows? I might actually go check that one out because I think I can hang with Mayhem 10 if it didn't have all those crazy modifiers. I pretty much agree with you. I hope that they add this modifier to like lower tier Mayhem levels too. To just put on the, you know, half loot but no modifiers thing. Because I think, like you said, that would help a lot of people kind of step their way up through stuff. Like, you know, we we used to play on Mayhem Level 2 all the time, bumped it up to like 4 or 5, where a lot of those same fun modifiers were still there in addition with hard ones. But once you get past that point, I feel like the, the level of fun goes away and the level of just, hey, craziness and bash your head against the wall comes in, which I like to some degree, but that's not something I'm going to play all the time. So if you can turn that off and just make it regular Borderlands so I can play my own usual style but have the enemies be harder. I feel like I do that more than I would ever turn it up to Mayhem Level 10 regular right now. I'm in full grains with you, and we'll check it out. We really will. You guys should know this. It's just going to have to be when Gearbox, 2K, Sony sends us our PlayStation 5s like they're supposed to. (laughs) You know what I mean? Just saying. That's what's going to happen. But, of course, I knew the day would come where we didn't have our PlayStation 5s. I knew it. So I ended up with Godfall on PC. All right. And so I checked it out. I played it, as I alluded to already early up in the top end. Got through the very beginning chapter where you actually get your uh, your base set up and everything else. And now I'm striking out onto the Earth Realm. I will go way more into this game as it goes on. But first off, I need my PlayStation 5 or I need to get a new graphics card. Because on the PC, the, uh, the graphics card I currently have in there runs the game and it runs fine. But it runs like a beginning PS4 game. You know what I mean? It do- doesn't have that sheen and shine that I see godfall has on the new ps5 and on pc when everybody's been playing it here but even with that being said the game is gorgeous it feels great it's got that kind of chunky combat but it's faster paced just like we've already talked about it is there the weapons and items are dropping pretty cool pretty nice you know i'm getting a decent stream of gear to look at and change to as promised lots of different uh, weapons popping off with the different little abilities so i'm able to go from dual blade long sword war hammer etc. I'm popping those on, checking them out, seeing, getting a feel for them, what I like, what I don't like. The story, I can't tell you enough how I feel a lot better about it. I am enjoying it because I know how these, you know, Valorians came to be, why they're here, what actually happened in detail instead of just the typical 
defeat his minions to get to the boss and then kill the boss using the powers of the minions and win the day. So we'll talk about it more as the game progresses and we get farther in. Well, I will, because I was just going to say, we ain't getting farther <laughs> in. I, I was very, very tempted because, I mean, you all have heard out there in podcast land how excited we are for this game. And you got a copy of it via a new gaming laptop deal that came with it, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I was very tempted to go and get that same deal. But at the same time, that's a big, I mean, it's not a huge chunk of money, but that's a big chunk of money on top of the Series S on top of the PS5, if I had gotten that, on top of living life in general. So I decided not to do it. Maybe my PC could handle it with all the ground effects turned off and we could have a real bad time. I could be walking around like PS1 graphics man, but I'm not going to do it. So like I said, I was very tempted because I do want to play this. I do want to play it with you. I was hoping we would both get PS5 somewhere within the launch window here pretty quick that we could just jump in and get it done quick. Mm -hmm. But it does make me sad because... Like I said, I'm I'm very excited for this game, but I don't have any way to play it right now. I just, I, I could do it, but I can't do it. Well, I'm kind of in the same boat, because like I told you, my card isn't putting it out to the optimum performance. And it's bugging me, because I know it's way faster, way smoother, way cleaner. And so I'm like, well, do I upgrade my card, or do I just wait, try to get it on the PS5, you know, where you eventually would play it anyway. But then if we wait too long, obviously the game's going to come and go, and... And we really wanted to play it and have a great time with it. And I'm just like, ah, oh, man, you know, if only we were just living in a world where we got all the systems, got all the stuff, and it was easy peasy. Just, God, sucks being a poor dude living his life, just scrambling and scrumbling around, you know? <laughs> Where's it all at, Matt? Where's it all at? But I will tell you, <laughs> I was able to scramble and scrumble across an Xbox Series S, thanks to you, who pre-ordered it and picked it up for me, and I paid you the money, and now I'm playing it. And I, I got to rave about the system right now. I didn't I didn't get the X, I got the Series S, but man, we've been talking about load times, we've been talking about crisp graphics. The gra- graphics look great to me right now, but those load times on that SSD are 100% a game changer, because I'm playing Yakuza like a dragon, and I... The thing loads so fast that when a loading screen comes up with a tooltip on the bottom that's two sentences long, I, c- I can't read the tooltip. It goes away so fast. I get halfway through the tooltip and it's gone. I can't stress enough how much of a game changer just that is. It makes playing the game so much more fun. It's something I never really complained about before other than that initial Borderlands 3 load-in. Because that one's really long. But any other game, any other Yakuza game, anytime there's loading, it doesn't bother me at all. Now there's basically no loading. And I wonder, how did I live my life before this? Because it's just, it's insane. And now it's spoiled me for literally anything else now. I don't want to play anything but my Series S because load times are instant, basically. I don't I don't want to see a loading bar. I don't want to see a loading percentage in the corner of the screen. I never want to see that again. That's exactly it, Matt. You know, I've been seeing that everywhere, getting playing you know, because I watch streams a lot. You know, watch or playthroughs, things like that. And all I see is these instantaneous load times, these beautiful graphics, everything running fast and smooth. And I'm just like, wow. I mean, I know next gen wasn't going to be like graphically like superior, like in a huge way where it's just on. You can't even question it, but it's enough and it's, it's cleaner. It's smoother. It's not graphically like, you know, oh my God, but everything's just perked up and it's just enough in every aspect and every angle 
to where, like you said, you're like, wow, this is this is it. This is where I want to be. And then I haven't even got my PlayStation 5 yet because everybody, I did score one. I got one. It ain't here till next week, but I did get one. So I will be able to play it soon and experience all this soon. But I hear the controller, that dual sense, you know, stuff going on that we all kind of just shirked off. Thought it was just a gimmick because it's always been kind of a gimmick. Everyone's flipping their lids right now, talking about how this is changing the game, changing the world. And I can't wait because I hear that in uh, the demo, Astro Boy, there's a point where like you're walking and you're going through like mud or something and it's raining. You feel the rain, you feel the mud, you feel the patter of your walk. All of it is coming through in these different sensations simultaneously on this controller. And then, of course, they got all the different resistances on the, the triggers themselves for when you're doing all sorts of different activities. And then when you're walking through wind, it somehow gives you a wind sensation. I'm like, this is insane. I mean, that's it's subtle, but having that in your games, any type of game, I don't care if it's a shooter, a Silent Hill type game, whatever, that's going to... Imagine your heartbeat, you know, in a, in a like a scary game, and then like you, you feel like the breath in the controller or something. Or, oh, God bless the the potential is just astronomical when it comes to just the controller itself. Let alone all the different, you know, no load times, good cleanup, sixty frames per second, four K graphics. Da, 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 da. And one other thing that for me, for me personally, is a hundred percent game changer with that Series S, and I've heard it's the exact same thing for the PS Five. Is if anybody watches my streams at twitch.tv slash third shift me, you see me playing Yakuza, that's on a downloaded copy, so it's just spinning on the hard drive. There's no disc spinning, there's no nothing. After about an hour, you hear it sound like I have a fan right in my face. That sound is just constantly there. Because as soon as I take my little headset off, I hear my PS4 is like an airplane taking off. It's crazy. No matter what it is, if it's a, if it's a disc-based game, if it's a game off a hard drive, if it's a game off the external hard drive, that thing is the loudest damn thing and the hottest damn thing I've ever felt in my whole life. I'm like, should I put this in the fridge? And like, is that what I should do? Like hook it up and like wire, wire out the door or something? So I started playing with my Series S with the Oxide Like a Dragon. Started doing a stream, like I said, four and a half hour stream. About two hours into it, I went, I got to hear how loud this console is. Because I guarantee people are going to hear it through this sort of cheap microphone that I got. Pulled my ear cup off. I didn't hear anything. Like I heard wind, like vroom, noise, but it was in the game. It was like wind blowing down the street. And I went, there's no way the console is making almost no noise whatsoever. So I did it again a couple times. You know, totally quiet scene, take it off. Nothing. Dead silent. Like almost completely dead silent. I can't believe it. Now it does get a little bit warm over the big black fan unit the the little uh-huh. speaker if you like but the other sides of the unit are ice cold like ice cold and dead silent how am i going to go back to starting up my ps4 and here to go and taking 16 hours to load i can't ever do that again oh even if when i'm playing stuff like rogue legacy or spelunky 2 this is not a resource hog at all what are you doing ps4 why is this 10 million times superior i can't i can't get over it it makes me it makes me happy because now that I have it, and this is what gaming is going to be eventually, but it makes me mad because why why, why is PlayStation so damn noisy? How's it been that way forever? And only now has it been fixed. That's another thing I love about it because I'm in the same boat. I sit there and I'm constantly like, 
what do I hear? What's that noise? So I take off my headphones and straight off, it's the PlayStation just hearing. I'm like, oh my God, you're just annoying me. Plus, I've got other things that make noise in the house. So now I've got a dehumidifier going, this PlayStation going, my air purifier humming. And I, all I hear down here is just, I'm it's like, like you're oh. sitting in a server room, just yeah, exactly. everything going. Exactly. So it drives me up a wall too. So that's definitely a perk to it. And then the last big thing about the new systems, which has me just so excited, is the resume play function and whatnot. So you just pop off a game, pop it back on, you go right back to where you were. You pop in that thing and boop, hey, you were right here, there you are, you're right there again, and the game goes. And a game that already did on the PlayStation 4, except for you had to go through the start, you had to go through the initial menus and all the, you know, who made Atlas and who made the game, 13 Sentinels would do that. Like whenever you saved it, it was literally like it would just poop right back to the literally the second you stopped playing. There was no going back to the checkpoint or going, you know what I mean? There's none of that. It was the moment you left off was the moment you went back to. This does that except for without all the all the start menus, all the who mades it, who dones it. That I can't wait for. Because I've told you all a million times, you know what I don't have? A lot of time. You know what I hate? When I sit here and kind of boot up something, do this, and I was just staring at it for like three minutes, Destiny 2, I'm looking at you, before I even get to touch or do anything. I'm like, oh my god, can I play this game? Being able to just click, click, and I'm right back to where I was. Oh, oh, oh I can't wait. I haven't used it that much yet because I've just been playing the one game, but that will be really nice. I mean, heck, even Yaksa Like a Dragon, I think it has like two splash screens and then it's just... Bam, you're right at the title screen anyway. So that's super fast. One thing I will say is I, you know, I put my Series S in the entertainment center and it's, it's so small. Like it's so small. I mean, it's, it's super heavy. So you tell, you can tell it's a, it's a real piece of equipment. But I put it in there. I'm like, man, that looks so fresh and cool and small. I have my Switch like right next door, which is obviously super small and cool. And then I'm going to put this giant ass PS5 in it that's so big it's not even going to fit in the frame. It's going to be taller (laughs) than my freaking PC tower. It's going to be ridiculous. This giant monolith. Oh, man. I can't wait. I can't wait to have that giant monolith like poking up above one of my monitors, like some kind of twin tower sort of thing going Uh on. I'm going to like, yes, PS5. Thank you. I appreciate you. That blue glow just, that's so exciting. Oh, why couldn't we just have it day one, Matt? You know, the dream was to have it day one, both of us rocking and rolling. Un- we wouldn't even be doing the show. We would have been, oh, no. well, you and I both would have been live. We would You would have unboxed it over there and I'd be doing the same thing going, oh, dude, this controller. And then we'd have been like, well. and see you guys next week. Uh-huh. <laughs> but we will at least be able to start talking about it soon because I'll have one next Tuesday. Matt has one more shot at getting one in a little bit. Mm-hmm. And after that, it's probably uh, a no-go until whenever they come out with a new one, which I'm hearing ain't going to be for a while. So that sounds really bad and scary, and I don't like that idea very much. I mean, I said it, I said it earlier tonight. If I don't get one here at 9 o'clock after doing 12, 3, 6, and then a couple other like earlier in the day and then a couple last night, if I don't get one, I'm just going to say, screw it. And I'm waiting until I can walk into a store and see like a PS5 box right there and go, oh, I will take one. Thank you. But like you said, who knows when that'll be? Maybe that'll be three or four or five years from now. But I'll be on the hunt because... We got to get in there. We can't play games anymore together unless you get it. That's it. Matt and Eric's done gone over. What really makes me sad is that you can upgrade your current disc-based stuff to the new versions on PS5. If Borderlands 3 didn't do that... We would have to be playing arms race. We we would just do it. 
we'd be doing all the stuff in there like we were supposed to. Mm-hmm. But now since you can literally take that disc and make it hotter and fresher and newer and cooler instantly, just instantly, it's like, why do, why do anything? This is first world problems, man. This really is the firstest of first world problems. And, you know, we could sacrifice, and by we, I mean you, because next week I'll be able to play it on the freshness and the hotness on the PS5. I can still play with you on your PS4. So, you know, you just won't get the freshness and the hotness, and I will. I mean, I think I'm going out of town next week. Oh, uh, you'll be gone. Yeah. Oh, nice. That makes sense. Got it's it. your holiday season. You're going to be heading right. out. I get it. All right. What if, what if the Waddle Gobbler comes? You know what I'm saying? Well, I won't have a choice if that happens. I know. But it's not okay. going to happen. Shoo. It didn't Shoo. happen last time. It's not going to happen this time. If it does, I'll be there with you, though. All right. Okay. Well, at least there's that, by gods. So, yes, there you are, everybody. We both really want the new stuff. Matt actually has the new stuff. I do not. And I'll, and lastly, I'll just tell you, when I got the, the Series S, and I was holding it in my hands for a minute, uh-huh. I went, why don't I give this to Matt? Why don't I just put this in the car and drive home? <laughs> I thought about that. I was like, well, I'm going to send him the money way beforehand. Yeah, so he, he, sure he would did. have to try and figure out PayPal. I'm like, hey, man, here's, here's a giant wad of like Eric it. money. I'll, I'll yeah, all crumply and sweaty. And, oh, I was like, no, I'm, I'm taking bucks. care of that. So he's going to have to give it to me or go through even more hoops that he doesn't have time for. Yeah, you secured it. You, you were safe. You did the right thing. You made it. So That's I right. didn't have much of a choice in the matter. But yes, it was humorous because I was like, man, this is brand new and shiny. And of course, at the time, I thought I was pretty much going to be out of luck getting the uh, PlayStation. So I'm like, this is my only outlet for new new gen. Here you go, man. Bye. Oh, now I'll go back to hell. <laughs> so what about you guys out there in podcast listener land? Have you been busting out arms race on a new console, an old console? Are you excited for the next gen? Are you a stick in the mud Jones? You don't want to upgrade. There's no way any of you are that. You can't be that. You got to have the new freshest hotness. If you do have the new freshest hotness, what do you think about it? Tell us how much you love it via the email, thirdshiftme at gmail.com, on the Twitter machine at thirdshiftme, and find us on Facebook under Third Shift. Indeed, you can find us over there or check out the bold Patreon. We treat it like a little tip jar, like what you hear, like what we're doing. You want to keep us going, keep us supported, keep us on the internet itself. Hey, one buck, two bucks, three bucks, five bucks, million bucks? Hey, you know, I haven't said it in a while, a million bucks? We're going to open up a food line and change our lives. We're going to have babies in jars. We're going to have the unpatented but soon-to-be-patented cold cocks. We got all sorts of cool stuff that you've all forgotten about, but we haven't coming your way if you just give us a million bucks. Actually, you should give us like a million bucks and then 500 and like 30-something extra bucks so uh-huh. then I can get my PS5. And then, and then we'll also do the food line stuff. Babies in yeah, jars, patented cold cocks, doing all the things. Mm-hmm. Reality TV, you name it. We got it going. Consider it. We we would really appreciate it. But, hey, you know, we understand. Money's a real deal. You got to pay them bills. COVID's never going away. People are living in, like, I guess shacks under bridges now. I don't know what's going on out in the world. I, I just go to work and come home. But this is what I hear. So if you can't help us out financially – you can, even in your little shack underneath the bridge, write a letter to us. You know, you can send us a little letter that tells us all about how you like us and love us and give us questions and topics you want us to talk about on the show. Those kind of things help us out, too. So think about it. Or you can go over to, like, maybe Twitch. Give us a subscription. Give us a follow over there. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Any of those things. It's up to you. But what's not up to you is that you do have to <laughs> listen to our next episode. You do have to listen <laughs> 
We'll put it in your ear holes for sure. You can find that on the 19th of November. Next week, I'll be putting it up Thursday night, like always. And as I always say, if you like what we're doing, you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, a rating, a view, a comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services, because it does help us out. And we really do appreciate it. Indeed we do. And we appreciate that five-star review on iTunes. Get over there and give it to us. We'd really, 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 really like it because it would make us go so far up in the ratings that even the gods themselves, the Valorians, would have to pay attention to us. You know what I'm saying? Make it happen. No spoilers. I don't know anything about this. You can't spoil it for me. Stop. Stop. Just do it. Just get us in. Look at that. There's nothing else to say, but don't forget to say. Shut up and sit down.